Hey, there you are. We're recording. We are live. Live, live, live. What's the subject today, Bill? I think the subject today should be baseball and is back. Baseball's back, along with COVID-19. Yeah, and COVID-19. Yeah. I got a question for you about baseball. What do you think about all this kneeling? Do you think it hurts the game like football? Football was hurt by the kneeling. What's your opinion? Kneeling. Well, here's my opinion. And we all have our opinions. And that's the whole point of our podcast. Well, we, we entertain other people's opinions. But that's what America's built on, right? That's correct. So anyways, kneeling. You know, if you want to kneel for this movement, or these movements, or make a stand, you do it before the national anthem is played and before we honor our country. And then after you kneel, what are you doing? What else are you doing? Are you going out? Are you going out within the world and within the community and really making a statement? I mean, just kneeling doesn't make a statement. What are you doing? Are you going to see your congressman? Are you going to see your local police department? Are you out there, you know, really fighting for this cause that they say they're supporting? How are they really supporting it? Just by kneeling? I can kneel. You can kneel. We all can kneel. Kneel can kneel. Yeah, I think it's definitely disrespect for our, our mem- members of the military. And I agree with you 100%. If you're going to kneel, do it Do it at a different point in time. So you're not disrespecting those who serve this country and putting their lives on the line for everybody so that they can kneel. That is correct. And you being a, a, a service child, your father did his time in the service and he helped make this country what it is and we owe him just as much grateful gratefulness and for all he did and i don't think he would be very pleased if he was with us today and how these people are kneeling during the national anthem like i said i got no problem you want to kneel you kneel before or somehow but when when we play our country song and we salute our flag, you stand with your hand over your heart and you a cap off your head and you honor your country. Exactly. You know, my, my dad served in World War II and he was in the, right in the thick of things over there in Europe under, you know what happened there. Um, anyway, what's your prediction? You got any predictions for us as far as who's going to take... <laughs> predictions. Well, you know me being a diehard Red Sox fan. No matter how bad this pitching staff is, I'm going to predict them to make the playoffs. I didn't say they're going to win. I didn't say they're going to finish first. They will be one of the 16 teams that makes the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think you could be right. Although, you know, there's a lot of stiff competition out there. Um, Yankees, you know, are in the division. You got Toronto in the division along with the Rays. I don't think Baltimore will pose much threat, but I guess we'll tell in time. Time will tell. Time will tell. Now, question for you. Now, you know, being an expert fantasy baseball champion that you are, because you like to dabble in the fantasy baseball world, um... You know, even though the Red Sox may have a pathetic-looking pitching staff, it's all about getting hot at the right time. And if you get hot during the playoffs, what usually happens? Oh, yeah, you can win. If your team's hot, and I know it. I I won last year. They were hot, and they went all the way. So, But I got hot in the playoffs, like you say. And, hey, anything can happen in this kind of a shortened season. So, Danny, let's talk about why we are doing this. I want you to fill in all these people that are going to listen to us on a weekly basis on why we are doing this. And don't hold them back. Let's tell it like it is. That's the whole point of our podcast. Exactly. But we're going to 
we're going to touch anything from sports to politics, maybe even a little bit of religion. Who knows? But uh, we're, you know, we're constitutionalists, both Bill and I. We believe in the Constitution. We believe in the American flag. We believe in the, the troops that, that got us there. Today, myself and my wife, we, we talked to a police officer in the Zephyr Hills area in Florida. And really nice guy. How it all started is we said, thank you for your service. And he engaged us for at least a half hour, which is awesome. So we're going to, in my opinion, and you'll be able to speak also, we're here to get out what we feel is the truth as we support all the things that I've mentioned. And the number one thing that we're always going to keep in is God. Because when the states and the countries and the school systems take God out of it, this is what you get. The, what's going on in the world today is because you want to take God out of everything. Well, definitely, and uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off by saying the Democrats. There are a lot of ungodly um, Democrat leaders. I'm talking leaders, not people, that uh, want to take, you know, God out of government, God out of the schools, you know, God everywhere. And uh, you know, as a constant, that's one of our rights is freedom of religion. That's right. That's right. Now, why do you think, and probably people listening to this are going to say, ah, here they go. All they're going to do is pick on the Democrats or pick on the liberal, however you want to, whatever you want to call yourself. I don't care if you call yourself liberal, Democrat, rationalist, or whatever, you know, I don't care. But why is it? These cities that are having this anarchy and this violence, why do you suppose these mayors or governors don't want to step in and stop what is happening? Well, I think maybe um, they could be behind it to a certain point because they want to cause chaos and, and hopes to elect one of their own as president of the United States. And uh, so I think they're going to obstruct. I call them obstructionists. They try to obstruct everything that our great president has done right now and, and has done in the three and a half years he's been in office. What do you think of that? I think uh, you've hit the nail right on the head. And I also just want to say for the listeners that are listening to this, I am the first one to step up and say, you know, yes, Donald Trump can run his mouth. Donald Trump sometimes don't know when to shut up. Yes, Donald Trump maybe spends too much time on Twitter. But we had the same thing with a governor up here in Maine, Paul LePage, probably one of the greatest governors we ever had. He did the same thing. He wasn't politically correct. He didn't say the proper things. And sometimes maybe he should have just shut up. But you know, he got the job done. And the reason behind that is because he was not a politician. He was a businessman. And that's what this country needs. And, but, and the Democrats are so afraid of a real businessman running this country well they're not they're not polished and i agree with you i wish some trump would shut up just shut up run the country do the great things you've done look at our economy before the covid19 we can't count what's happened after the covid19 is that we had one of the greatest economies this country has ever seen we had people working on low unemployment we had him uh, doing checks and balances with the Chinese on, on trade. The same with the terrible, terrible Northland. What was it? The NAFTA? North, what, what did, yeah. Yeah. American trade agreement. Yeah. And it was a terrible trade agreement put in by the Democrats. And he got in there and he made some changes. And guess what? This country prospered. It prospered better than we have ever seen in so many years. Maybe since well, the end of World War Two. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I know you get as frustrated as I do because 
we, the Republican Party, or the Republicans that support the Donald Trumps, or even on the local level, like up here in Maine, uh, all the pages, we get, we're like evil. We get looks, we get talked down to, and I mean, you can't talk to these people. That's the frustrating part of it. Can't say a thing to them, and we got a friend that, uh, he's bad. I mean, all Trump's bad at this. So this, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, well, hopefully, part of this show, we are going to give the opportunity to these to some people to join us. And you know, with the world of social media, and we all bash each other on that. But we're going to give some of people that like to criticize what you and myself and few other people like to say we might give them an opportunity to come on here and try to talk to them and I guarantee that they will deflect everything back toward that's us when the, you want that that's that's one of the greatest tactics of the of the liberal party is to deflect 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 that's what they do and you know as well as I do fake news is part of the problem you know, the, CN- yeah. the CNNs and the NBCs and the ABCs, they're the problem. So what do you think? What do you think about COVID? COVID. COVID-19. Well, give me, give me a true feeling. Well, I think it's definitely something out there. Is it worse than the regular flu? Probably not. Not if it is, it's, it's not as, you know, it's not much worse. Um, I think the press has definitely blown it out and, and, and scared everybody that, that you could think of. You know, everybody, wear a mask, wear a mask. Well, first, before before they decided, oh, we all wear a mask, it was, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask, you know? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just a lot of scare tactics. It's an election year, so they blow it out. You know, they're trying to hurt President Trump in his re-election bid. And I don't think they're going to be successful. I really don't. People, there are too many smart common sense people out there realizing that it's the press and the press you can't you can't trust them now i like to talk facts so here we go we got opening day of baseball washington nationals and what the yankees i believe it was and you got doctor what's his what's his face there you know who i'm talking about if you hadn't said anything i could have told you couchy fauci fauci Yeah, so so he throws out the first pitch, which winds up going over the pretty much first base. I don't. I guess his father never played catch with him when he was a kid. But anyway, that's beside the point. So they show him sitting in the stands. Now this is the man that's told us wear masks, stay six feet apart. They show this man sitting in these stands between two other people with his mask off. So, I don't understand. He's preaching to us, oh, you gotta wear a mask and you gotta stay six feet apart. But here he is, sitting right between two people and his mask is down. Right, yeah. So who do you believe? Who do you believe? I I know, I get it. It doesn't make any sense. And and look how the press ridiculed Trump for not wearing a mask, you know? I don't understand any of it. Now, I'm going to give you another example. Right here in, up here in the great state of Maine, locally, we have an elderly lady in town who a friend, mutual friend, went down to visit her. Always stops down and checks on her. And this elderly lady who is widowed lives by herself, comes to the door, and she's wearing a mask. The mutual friend asked her, "Why are you ha- why are you wearing a mask inside your house?" And the elderly lady's response is, "Well, that's what they tell us on the news. They're telling us on the news we gotta, everybody's got to wear a mask." Now you've got an elderly lady living by herself. 
in a mobile home and we're talking here up here in Maine we about two weeks steady here we've had some pretty hot humid days and here's this woman getting up in the morning putting a mask on and sitting in her own house because that's what she hears on the news what is she watching CNN I'm sure that's what it oh is. I'm sure I'm sure but I've always said it's a fear tactic it is by the media. Exactly. Now, oh. now, I, got a, I got a question for you, okay? Supposedly now you put a mask on, you can go to Walmart, you can go to, uh, you know, Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards. You can, you can even go down to a great park down here in Tampa, Florida called Bush Gardens if you want, as long as you're wearing your mask. So if that's the truth, why can't they have people going to the stadiums, spacing out the families six feet, leave your mask on, and letting them watch a ball game. Why can't, okay, why can't we have people going to get their hair cut as long as they wear their mask? How many of these states, how many of these liberal cities blocking people from opening because they're afraid that, oh, you're going to spread COVID. But it's okay to go to Walmart. It's okay to go to Lowe's. It's okay to go to this one, Home Depot, Menards. You know, I don't get that. Help, help shed some light on it for us there, Bill. Uh, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It really is. It makes absolutely no sense. Up here in Maine, we've got a governor who totally blew it. Everybody, you know, the people to the left think she did perfectly. That's why our numbers are so low and all that. But every report that they give on a death, they give... Oh, 85-year-old person died today, COVID. 89-year-old person died today, COVID. 82-year-old person died today, COVID. But what they don't report is the person who's already in the hospital with a pre-existing other condition, COVID just triggered it worse or put them to where they had passed on. They don't give you the full details. They don't give you the correct reporting. I don't hear many up here in Maine of, oh, 21-year-old person dies because of COVID. 33-year-old person died because of COVID. 28-year-old person died because of COVID. 16-year-old died because of COVID. You're hearing about the elderly that's already got pre-existing conditions and COVID has put it over the top. Well, well, it's rare for a young person to, to die from COVID unless they also have an underlying uh, disease or sickness or whatever. But, uh, you know, down here in Florida, uh, they've been having a lot of uh, reports, false reporting. You know, they're saying that someone who had, you know, got in a car accident and they caught, you know, that they had COVID, but they didn't have COVID. You know, a lot of false reports. Some of the testing isn't true. You know, it just goes on and on and on. We got a great governor down here. He's a conservative. You know, he opened things up early. People are back to business. Florida's booming right now. Unlike Maine, who is being dragged through the mud. And they're hoping, you know what they're hoping for, Bill? They're hoping that the good old president, who they've been beating the heck out of all this time, is going to hand them a paycheck so that they can get, yeah. get their state out of Hot. You're right. You're right. There was there was proven proven numbers that our governor should have handled this here in Maine on a county by county situation. Lincoln County, I think at the time we had three cases in Lincoln County. And down around Portland, Cumberland, yes, they had a lot. So Fine. You want to close down Cumberland County and shut everything down there? Fine. But in Lincoln County, why was there a need for shutting down all the restaurants, all the businesses? And now all we hear around here, this one's closing, that one's closing, that one can't reopen, that one's going out of business, this one is done, and people are sitting home collecting a check. And you know, that's the sad thing is... is is they put their hat and their soul into them and money, you know, they've dumped money into these and they're going out of business because of these 
liberal governors who don't want to allow them to open up. I mean, if you get Walmart, Lowe's, Menards, uh, Home Depot, they all stayed open through the whole uh, pandemic. But these little stores can't. Why can't they? Why can't I go in with a mask on and get a haircut? Why couldn't, can't you go to, you know, say, a restaurant and sit six feet away from somebody? But no, they want to slow to open things up. And I believe it's to hurt the economy so they can get their best friend, Sleepy Joe, elected as president. <laughs> Sleepy Joe, let me sniff your hair. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm sure, like I said, we're going to irritate people. We're going to, you know, and when, you know, we, I kind of put a little disclaimer that there could be some language that people don't want to hear. So in no man's terms, we're going to probably piss some people off. But, you know, I don't care. I just like to talk intelligently and like to just debate some of these issues. And we'll see if anybody listens to us rambling on. I mean, I'm from born here in Maine. You, on the other hand, thought, you know, down, you, you know, you got old, so you had to go to Florida where it was warmer. But you're a Maine boy, too. You know the way life should be. Definitely not the way life is right now up there in Maine. I mean, you're a wonderful governor. <laughs> you got that but right. Well, I want to remind people, as you're listening to this, we are inviting you come on and debate us and to talk, you know give us your opinion about Donald Trump or about the riding we should touch on the ridings next time we get on here you know yeah there's a lot of subjects that we can talk you guys you know us text us facebook us and you know let us we'll, uh, we'll, t- we'll discuss whatever they want to exactly. talk about it could be about wrestling WWE if they want to talk about the WWE well, we know we got one 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 mutual person we know that every time he wants to beat up on poor Donald Trump, then he comes back and says, Fox has wrestling on it. Well, <laughs> yeah, big deal. So does it USA? So did PBS? So did NBC back in the day? Hell, even Channel 5 from Bangor, Maine. <laughs> and when I grew up, I had That's wrestling. Right. And he's going to be one of the you first know, ones we're going to invite on. And I guarantee this individual will not join us. I guarantee he will not because they like to just go on and on and on and on and on. Fake news. So with that being said, you asked me about, you know, I'll go out on the limb. And so you wanted a prediction. I said, you know, being a diehard Sox fan, I always want the Sox to win. But I'm going to go out and I'm going to say – that maybe this is the year the Dodgers pull it off. You think it does? Overall, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it here. If it isn't my beloved Red Sox, I'm going to say the Dodgers finally win it in the World Series. And it's not going to be because it's not going to be because of Mookie Betts. It's just going to be it's their time. And they got pitching. And they, finally it and they got pitching. And they got pitching. I'm going to say... They're going to be playing the Houston Astros for the final, final World Series bid. And I don't have a clue who is going to win. I'm kind of leaning towards L.A. myself. Well, I'm, I, I, like, I like Houston, but I got a feeling I'm going to go on the limb here. And I'm going to say that Terry Francona... And the Cleveland Indians will be facing the L.A. Dodgers. There you go. Hey, we'll see which one which comes true. Let's we'll see how close we are. We, you heard it here first from Bill Maxwell. You Ray. heard it here. What's that? The truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. So, quickly, back to baseball. And we, I mentioned the gentleman's name. Mookie Betts, 306, what, 360 million? Something crazy, like that. That's a crazy number. How you afford them? How you gonna afford a guy like that? Can't put fans in the stands, you know? Huh? Yeah, but it it isn't so much the money. It's the what? Twelve years? Is that what he signed for? I didn't know the particulars of it. It's crazy money. I think it's uh, eleven, twelve years, something like that. If you do the math, you're an old man. 
Mookie being 27 years old right now in 12 years, uh, you know, we can be mad at our beloved Boston Red Sox all we want, but that's something they've always kind of stuck to their guns, giving out these really, really long number term contracts. You know, poor John Lester, he wanted the extra couple years. They wouldn't do it. The money was there, but it was the years, and they let him go. Mookie, they offered Mookie $300 million for 10 years, and Mookie turned it down. Wow. So he really didn't do that much better then with L.A. No, you know, he got, he got 60 more million, and he got two more years. But the... Uh, your favorite player, Dustin Pedroia, many years ago, re-signed for a real long, lengthy contract for a lot less money because we always, everybody bragged about how we got the hometown discount. Dustin gave us a long hometown discount, but it was that number of years that they agreed to. And the Red Sox, they didn't want to do it, but they did. And now, what's happened to Dustin in the last three or four yeah, years? Yeah, he hasn't played much. But you got to admit, though, while he was playing, he was definitely a valuable part of the Red Sox. And oh, I don't doubt that. I think you're paying for the past. World Series. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't doubt that. But still, you know, so when people moan and groan and piss and bitch about the Red Sox not giving up these you know, it's these long-term, it's these, the Red Sox, they would have done, say, the dust in five years and then re-signed them for a two-year and a two-year or one year. But when these guys start wanting 12 years <laughs> and they don't give them to them, you know, there's a reason behind it. And right now, I think the Red Sox, even though they traded Mookie and Cross Luster, and, you know, I think the Red Sox look, Look smarter overall. Well, it's tough. Not it is tough, though, in being a baseball fan, which you and I are avid baseball fans. It's tough to get onto it like a Mookie and say, Ah, oh, he's my favorite player. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, free agent. He's traded. You know, it's tough. It's not like it used to be when Kyle Spensky Spensky retired as a Red Sox. Ted Williams retired as a Red Sox, you know. Yeah, the loyalty, it's all about the money, and we know that's what it's about. It's not about when when guys turn down $300 million and just because they're only getting a 10-year offer, it's about the money. We all know it's about the money. Don't, you know, I don't get fooled by this. Oh, it's not about right. the money. It is about the money. That's correct. Well, we probably run our mouths long enough. Probably ought to... Yeah, it does. It looks to me like it's, it says like a 27-minute mark. So I'm going to probably sign off and let you deal with this. And this is our first episode if you play it back and it sounds reasonable. And I just want to thank everybody for listening to the uh, cutting truth. Daddy's going to say the cutting edge at least five times. The cutting truth. All right. I'm out. Have a good right, day. Thank you for stopping in, Bill. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Happy Sunday. Hi, this is Danny from Florida. This is Bill from Maine. Welcome to the next episode of The Cutting Truth. Hey, Bill, I got something for you. What's did you hear about the actor who fell through the floorboards? No. He was just going through a stage. <laughs> wow. And is, that, is that what you thought of today? I mean, all day you've been thinking about that one? Yeah, I, I, had to, I had to look that one up. I'm sorry. I'm not that smart. Geez, maybe I need to do an episode of What Pisses Danny Off. <laughs> Danny telling jokes. <laughs> uh, well, we want to thank everyone that's going to listen in to this later on. How are we doing? Anybody want listening to our show, Danny? Well, I didn't check today, but yesterday we had six listening, which is a little low for us. But um, I'm thinking things are going to get better as we get going. 
Yeah, and I don't think people understand that, you know, we record this, and then by the time you do all your technical stuff and put it, it put it out there, they hear it a day or two later. I mean, it'd be nice if we could be live. Live. That would be cool. Live. I haven't figured well, that one out yet. As a technical advisor, I haven't figured that one out. Well, you better get with it or you're going to get fired. The owner of the <laughs> station might fire you. He might. Well, today, Danny, I said that we both will get a local newspaper from our areas, and we're just going to touch on some headline news in the papers. I'm holding in my hand, here at Rustling, the Maine Sunday Telegram. Ooh, Maine Sunday <laughs> Telegram. I'm, yeah, holding, just... I'm holding the, the one and the only Tampa Bay Times. And Bill, Tampa Bay Times. Bill, you're going to be disappointed. Am I? You are. Is it, oh. is it, is it a left-wing paper? Definitely a left-leaning paper. I'm going to tell you uh, their top story right now, okay? We went through what? An RNC and a yeah. DNC? And we're going through riots, and we're going through all kinds of stuff in this country. Their top story is an educated guess in what it has to do with the new sanitation station is ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and Nina from the kindergarten class. Hold on, I'm reading the wrong thing. But anyway, oh, here it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> How many? Hey now, that Nina from kindergarten, yeah. she's got no business talking sanitation. Right. How many <laughs> school doors open Monday? What awaits behind them is a mystery. No hugs, no crowds, lots of hand sanitizer, masks, and the key word, fear. Fear of the unknown. That's the highlight of the Tampa Bay Times on Saturday. Wow. Well, how ironic. We got on this main Sunday telegram of dated Sunday the 30th. One, two, three, three stories on the front page. And one of them is, are schools ready for a full lineup of fall sports? <laughs> it's all, all got to do with, you know what, COVID-19 safety guidelines. Fear, 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 Bill. It's constant. They yeah. just want to feed everybody with fear. Yeah, well, up here, the, it says, after months of uncertainty, high school athletics and coaches, uh, the main uh, principals association voted to move forward with fall sports. But, but it's also going to be left up to the school superintendents. So they might play, they might not. Who knows? So you have three on your... Sunday Telegram. I have three on my Tampa Bay Times. Guess what one of them is? I'm going to read the headlines. You ready? Loans. Yeah. Loans. You're going to laugh at this one. Loans do nothing for rats evictions. That is our top story <laughs> of the Tampa Bay Times. <laughs> so let me guess. So let me guess. Tampa Bay is worried about sewer and rats. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, wouldn't, wouldn't the sewers be overflowing in these democratic states and all these rats are out there causing all the mayhem. You think it's the rats that are out there rioting? Uh, so what do you think about being a high school senior daily in your high school year and not having any false thoughts? Well, it's a tragedy. It's, it is a tragedy. You know, they, they, they are telling us that masks work and they're telling us that, you know, six feet, um, you know, kids are, are resilient to the virus. We know that for a fact. Most kids are resilient. They don't even know they got it. And to cancel sports, you know, you sit on the bench, you wear your mask. And when it's time to go out there and kick the ball around, then you take the mask off. Or when it's out, time to go out there and throw the ball around. And as in football, I'm talking football you you right. take the mask off you go out there and um obviously if, if you if you're feeling ill feeling not good you got a temperature you're not going to play that day you're going to stay home you're not going to school that's the right thing to do 
So, uh, yeah, it's a travesty. I'm, I'm saddened for, for kids in Maine, and I, I really... Yeah, well, you know, some kids, you know, all they got is that sport. Those sports are maybe the only thing keeping them above that, you know, keeping them a C, low B average so they can participate. And uh, you take away the fall sports, you, the dropout rate might be a little bit more. And not to mention, Bill, they're going to go do something else. If they're not playing sports, they're going to be on the street, they're going to be doing drugs, they're going to be drinking alcohol. You know, it's it's. I don't think the Democratic leadership in Maine is really using a lot of thought when it comes to this. Oh, I know it. I know it. So, so what's Tampa going to do about the rats? Well, I don't know the rats. Oh, let me see. Property company gets federal help as tenants face health and safety. I guess they're going to get federal help. I'm reading this right from the paper. Federal help. Yes, sir. Yeah. What? Here's a, so here's another headline on the front page. In outbreak. Crashes plans for other main weddings. I don't oh, know no. if you heard, but up here in Maine at uh, the Big Moose Inn, and that is in Millinocket, they had a wedding reception. And guess what? Some people that attended the wedding reception had COVID, and then there was an outbreak. So now there's a big outrage that, you know, we got to no more weddings. So this couple. Uh, Samantha Clark and her fiance had bought a venue back in February to uh, another hall type place for their wedding reception. And she was notified last week due to what happened in Millinocket. You can't have your wedding here. So now she's slightly upset. Well, tell her to come to Florida. I'm sure they'll let them have a wedding down here. We we live in hey Bill we live in a red state here in Florida so yeah we have a, yeah I know I know a red I know. governor down here so he's a little more understanding I guess we could say yeah yeah so what else is on your paper uh, I just have to turn the page because I haven't turned the page I focused mostly on the front and page three of the Tampa Times is a huge ad and they are selling wine and other spirits and you get ten percent off the wine woo. Wow, that's interesting. When I turn my, open up my page, page three is an ad here, too. But this ad talks about Proud Maine, and we're talking about the woods, wood, the woodsmen. Yeah, geez, can't get it out. But when you get reading it, due to COVID-19 and all that, so again, here we are, taking out a full-page ad, but we still got to promote COVID, COVID, COVID. Okay, so now I want to say something about this paper. Down in the right-hand column, just above the index and the weather, is small paragraphs, okay? On 1B is the right to vote slipping away. I would have thought that would have been a top page. I Well, I would think so. Top I, think that, I think that ranks higher than rats and sewer. That's for sure. And then they got another one, which is on 8 a okay page eight wildfires rage in california can you believe that one jesus that's more of a front page news and then we wow then we got another um one e which is section e but it's on the front of the page and it says doing disney amid the pandemic Woo, you know even the wildfires didn't get that high up on the on the page Oh, well, uh, there's an article here that says uh, Zuckerberg said Facebook was in a rear, you know, it was their era for not removing a militia post. Uh, Facebook made a mistake in not removing a militia group's page earlier this week that called for armed civilians in Wisconsin amid violent protesters. Wow. Well. Wow. I don't know. So afraid of what Facebook gets rid of and what they don't get rid of. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of you know Facebook. I mean, they don't. They talk about facts and sense. You know, they censor. If and they, if Zuckerberg and his liberal friends don't like what you're saying, you're removed or you get thrown in Facebook jail. Well, I you, guess you, you got to wonder. 
who he has working for him. Are they all a bunch of liberals? Because I, a lot of the, <laughs> the, the conservative voices is, is cut right out. They take us right off. I don't know. But what is Facebook jail anyways? Can you explain to me what Facebook jail is? <laughs> I, believe I see of, more people saying they was in Facebook jail. I believe a friend of mine, I think you know her, uh, she lost her Facebook rights um, for um, two days, I believe it was. I think that's what jail is. She couldn't Facebook jail. She couldn't post anything on Facebook for two days. You get three square meals still? Back with her on that one, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the rats are in the cell. Anyways, here's a headline for you. I want you to give you give me your view on this. Black voters voice discrimination after DC march. Wow, wow! Holy smokes! I hope they don't call on racism when they do that. Um, Trump vote parade down here in Tampa Bay. We're going to be in trouble if they do. do. Do you honestly think, honestly, in my view, I know black people. I, I don't have no problem. I think they're just as success, successful as I am, if not more. And I just don't understand why. Not around here. I don't see the discrimination around here. Well, down here um, where I work, I'm not going to mention the name. Uh, I I got. Is it? Holy shit! Oh. Huh? <laughs> what happened? That was a sneeze. That was a sneeze. Home Depot. <laughs> Home Depot. Yeah. There's. I got at least six, half a dozen, probably more. I, I'm not thinking right now of black friends. And you know what? They don't even talk about rioting and, and Black Lives Matters. I hear nothing from them on Black Lives Matters. So it, I feel it's a small group who are trying to out their voice. Some of them are trying to riot just because they're trying to pillage and want to make, you know, they want to steal to work for a job. And But I think for the most part, most black people aren't going out rioting. They're not going out spreading hate. They're good people, you know, and... I, I, when is this going to end? When is the Democratic governors of these cities going to say, let's bring in the National Guard and let's stop it? They did it in, um, in uh, Wisconsin, and it seemed to work. Why not Chicago? Why not New York? Why not I, Portland? I think probably the time that will land will probably be a day after the election results. Yeah, I think you're right. I really do. That's all they're doing. They're doing everything they can to somehow blame it's Trump's fault. Now, here's one for you. Here's a headline. This is this is page two news. Okay. You remember that? You remember little Joe and Hoss and Adam? Oh yeah. You remember them names? I do. I do. Well, hey, the uh, Bonanza. The Bonanza Ranch. The Bonanza Ranch. Has sold for a record thirty-eight million dollars. Oh wow, nice thirty-eight million, and that's on page two. Page two news. Page two news. Wow. Uh, what do you got? What, what do you got next page well, on your I'm page to myself? And um, they're talking about a lagoon down here in Florida, which people probably swim on and stuff. Has a unnatural color for a lagoon. And I look at it, and it looks like a pink color. So why is that lagoon? Your lagoon is pink? It looks pink down here on this newspaper. What <laughs> to do with heavy metals like chloronium? Hold it. Commonly known in the tannery process. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. So you got pollution down there in Florida. We do have some kind of pollution down here. Boy, I wonder if Nancy Pelosi's on top of this one. I hardly doubt it. Yeah, she's probably drunk right now. Yeah. Well, this next headline I'm reading, I've gone up to page four, and it says, with conventions over, what's next in campaign 2020? Okay. Wow. What's next? You know, I can tell you what's next. 
Landslide. Well, that's what's next. Get out and vote, everybody. We'll landslide the suckers. <laughs> yeah, well, they got these little subcategories, and they got one, two, three, four, five little subcategories under what's next. And two of the five, COVID-19. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, fear, fear, fear. On page four is actually good news. Florida. Good news. Cases, deaths on slightly downward trend. So that's some good news. Wow. Well, I got a little article here. You're going to love this one. Biden criticizes Trump use of military as a prop. I saw that somewhere in the newspaper here. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, Biden. Joe Biden said that the president, he as president, he would never use the military as a prop or a private militia. Of course he wouldn't, right? Unless he had to. What if you and I get, grabbed some guns and we had our own and we're heading out there to the White House while he was president. You don't think he'd use the military? Of course he would. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quickly before the show ends, um, we're gonna, I noticed that most of the deaths, most of the cases, are in counties with high population, cities. Just, just a thought. And I'm, yep. looking, I'm looking at the Florida map, and I'm looking at the map of the country, and it's all high High-populated high cities. Huh? With, well, with, now some, listen, listen real quick. Guess who's running those cities? Democrats. Exactly. Now, what was you going to say? And, you know, that, that, that little kindergarten girl could have answered that question. <laughs> it's a Democrat. Yeah. That are running these cities that are having all the pro- problems. Hey, we got some, we got some real sad news here. And this, this news kind of, in a way, has ties to Maine. It's nationwide news. Uh, Chadwick Bosman, who portrayed the Black Panther in Marvel's movies and also pro- portrayed uh, Jackie Robinson in the movie 42, passed away. Oh, wow. That's too bad. And uh, it's got ties to Maine because he was just starting out as an actor when he got the role to play Jackie Robinson. And also in that movie, there was a gentleman named Toby Haas, an actor named Toby Haas, who portrayed Clyde Sukeforth. Clyde Sukeforth. He's a main actor. He was a main actor. In Maine, they know Clyde Sukeforth was. Well, explain to the rest of our audience who Clyde Sukeforth was. But he lived lived in uh, Waldeboro, even though he was born in Washington. But. Yeah, so that actor that portrayed uh, Jackie Robinson passed away. Yeah, so who was Clyde? Who was Clyde Sukeforth? Just so our audience. Well, Clyde Sukeforth was a scout for the Brooklyn Dodgers, and he was a scout that went and looked at a young black player in the that was playing baseball named Jackie Robinson, and he helped get Jackie signed by the Dodgers nice. by the Brooklyn. Dodgers back in the day. And we both met him. We both met Clyde. Oh, yeah. 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 If you didn't, if you lived in Walterboro back in the day when Clyde was alive, you would, you'd met Clyde. Clyde was, you know, he, he, he'd been around. Everybody knew Clyde. So, yeah, but that's too bad. That young man, that uh, Chadwick Bosman was only 43 years old. Do you know what he died of? Uh, I believe it was colon cancer. No, that's too bad. Jeez, that's really young. He was a big star in the Marvel series, played the Black Panther. So, oh, what else here so I got? Real quick, Bill. It's raining down here in Florida. <clears throat> We've had Lorraine all day long. And um, on page 8A, it's talking about Laura. We know she hit the Gulf, the Louisiana and Texas area, and I can saw real, real hard. Did you guys get anything at all from this? We had some heavy, heavy, heavy rain yesterday, and today we have got winds. I mean, if you was kite flying, I guarantee the kite would be picking your hind end up because these winds today have been something else. Speaking of kite flying, I was watching the news or something, and there's this little kid in, I think it was Taiwan or China, and they got, she was flying a kite, 
It got some good winds. It lifted her probably 12 to 15 feet in the air. Finally, it it relaxed a little, and she floated down to her to the people. So it was you talk, wow. Talk about winds. There you go. Huh. Now I just found a section in the paper, and this is on our page four. So I'm only four pages into this paper, and they've got a whole mini half a section. And it's a coronavirus, the latest. And they've got little blurb stories all over this country about different coronavirus stuff. So now here's the paper designating a half a page, coronavirus, the latest. (laughs) So on page four of mine, I got where Trump asserts FDA is playing politics with the virus vaccine. Well, if the guy's a Democrat, he probably is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says in Philadelphia, there was a security guard shot in dispute over COVID rules. <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy. And then uh, hy- I'm also hearing another doctor in favor of hydro box Croxyclin there. So, yeah, we need to be using that. We need to be using zinc. Anything yep. that can save lives. That's what Trump That's says. Right. He wants to save lives. So I read you four pages. Oh, no, I take that back. Six pages. Page seven, they talk about Hurricane Laura. Wow. And Way back here. So we're going to do COVID, 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 because we, wanna, we want you to get four pages into the main Sunday telegram and we want to scare you to death fear 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 Uh oh guess what time it is folks it's that time i know everybody looks forward to this special segment it's what pisses danny off danny will have one minute to tell us what pisses him off today so danny what Pisses you off. Again, again, again. So many subjects. But this week, I am going to pick on the lamestream media because they pissed me off. They love to change everything. Unfair reporting. Twist the story. Change the facts. Don't post the things that they need to post, just like this newspaper. Where is COVID? Uh, where is the DNC? And they... RNC, who did better? You can't go on the mainstream media anywhere, CNN, CNBC, CBS, ABC, and find out anything on how well the Republican did in the convention. Untruthful facts all the time. The press, along with their Democratic buddies, are dividing the country. They're destroying the country. This is why we're having rioting. This is why we're having unrest in this country. It's because the press is lying. We are not getting the complete story, Bill. We're not. And this pisses me off. Who do you trust? Time's up. Time's up. You've had your minute. Who do you trust? (laughs) I know know people out there listening. They know Danny could go on for hours because I think everything pisses him off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I was going to go off on the sports, but I said, you know what? I'm more pissed off about the lamestream media, so I left sports alone. You said ABC. I mean, I was thinking Michael uh, Jackson 5 song, ABC. (laughs) Symbolism. One, two, three. Don't quit your day job, Bill. No, no. Well, the paper is, I think, I think we probably could agree from Maine to Florida, at least the first three pages of each paper is nothing but COVID fear, COVID fear, COVID fear. That's true. You know, if I had, if I could find out a conservative newspaper down here, if I could find one, which I don't know if it exists, I think that would be a good segment to do. I don't know if you could find a conservative newspaper up in Maine. No, I don't think so. Just to compare, but I don't think they exist. You know, and and people may may say that, you know, well, they got to report it. They got to report it. But I just say, if you keep drilling a certain word into everybody's mind, time after time after time after time, no matter what they turn on for TV, no matter what they turn on for the radio, no matter what they read, it's going to get planted in the head. 
True. That's what's going to happen. And I, you know, hey, I, I made the sports page and just just to aggravate you a little bit, it says groom being groomed for Red Sox. <laughs> Wow, wow. Hey, you know, down here it's mask, mask, mask. Wear your mask, wear your mask. So, and I'm also hearing across the country, mask. If you don't have a mask on and, and somebody sees you without it and they get pissed off, they'll, they'll fight you. But let me ask you one. I got I to gotta ask you a question, Bill. If people can go into Walmart, Lowe's, Home Depot, stores with a mask on and feel safe, if it's, gonna, if it's saving people, why can't they go vote with a mask on? What's the that's true. That is true. That's my whole my whole bitch on it too. You know, when they get talking about are we gonna have mail in voting? No, you don't need mail in voting. You can request an absent e ballot, which has to be turned in at a certain time, well before the election, and then you can or you can go vote. Plain and simple. You know, I'm not gonna trust anybody. To my vote. I'm going to the polls. I am going to cast my vote and then I will feel safe that it will be counted. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you there. Well, Danny, we're getting on that 27 minute mark. That's usually what we run. I hope we didn't bore too many people today just reading the papers and kind of touching up on a few headlines. Oh, I had fun. You know, I, you know, like we tell people, we try to do things a little different and always mix it up a little bit. So, so, so what's next week? You got us. Uh, you must have something all in store for us for next week. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Next week, I I've reached out to our well, my favorite cousin and your favorite brother, <laughs> <laughs> and I've reached out. I haven't heard back, but I'm sure he's going to join us. Our good friend, Mitch, and hopefully Mitch will be able to touch on passages in the Bible that relate to what's going on in the world today. Sounds like a good one, and I guess we need to have our uh, Bible reading up to date, too, because we're going to be having to ask the questions. Yeah, yeah, there's, a, there's, there's quite, and if you, if people read the Bible, I mean, you read a verse or a, a psalm or read a section, and sometimes there's things that are said in there that you stop and say, wow, that's going on right now. I can, that's what I can steer people right now to one book in the Bible that's going to give you a lot of prophecy, and that's Revelations. Revelation, yeah. So read so it. I, read it before we start. Before next week, read Revelations. Revelations. Oh, uh, one said. more thing before I quit. Before we say goodnight, because you quit. Because now, yeah. Before we say goodnight, because sometimes for this sometimes, show. Sometimes you jump the gun on me because I know I like to bump my gun gums, but again, I want to invite. Yeah, I, I don't want to end up bumping. <laughs> I want to invite anybody to come on to the show. You know, we it's a lot of fun. All you got to do is just download a simple app. I, I invited my friend Kim. I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I invited my sister. I'm going to see if she's ready yet. Um, I think she'll come on. And, Bill, I'm sure you've invited people. Yeah, yeah. We've been, you know... You know, all you got to do is get a hold of Danny or I, and uh, we'll make a rate. You know, then Danny's got to clear it through the program director, and we'll set up a time. You know, it may not be that week when you notify us, but we will work it out and uh, invite you on, and you can talk with us, talk at us. Hey, I don't you, know. You might even let them pick the subject, maybe. Uh, yeah, I I might be able maybe, to do that. Maybe I, part, I, of the, part of the show, part of it. Well, maybe uh, I'll give them a little. I'll, I'll have to talk to them in advance because it's all about censorship. We like to censor. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Zuckerberg. I'm I'm gonna throw them in. <laughs> Tell you, they probably think we are censored because we're so damn conservative. Well, you know, no, we're not. Anybody, we throw the offer out there. We've got an offer out there to a gentleman up here in Maine. 
that we both know coming. Come on in, coming. Anytime he wants to take a Sunday afternoon and get on here with us and talk. And there will be some, I will say this, there will be some rules to our guests because we don't want, this isn't meant to be a shouting pissing contest. You know, we're going to ask you questions. You can ask us questions. And if we can't answer and speak civil to each other, then we don't want to go through that crap. The only time we want to hear any bitching and complaining is when it's the Danny one-minute special. Yeah, it's just a debate. All we're doing is debating, and, and that's the fair way of doing things. That's right. Well, it's good talking to you, yeah. and we will see you next week. On the cutting edge. <laughs> we got to work on that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the cutting truth with Bill. Danny from Florida. And Bill. I almost did Danny from Maine. <laughs> wow. Hey, I want everybody that hey, everybody that's listening to this, we both, well, I don't know about Danny, but myself, I do this without alcohol. Yeah. So can you <laughs> I need alcohol, I think. Hey, Bill, real so quick. Don't forget, don't forget when you go hunting, don't get lost on Neil's trail. Yeah, Neil's trail, Neil's trail. We, uh, yeah, speaking of which, before we sign off, uh, there's going to be something special coming up in the next few weeks. Another segment. We'll have Danny's little, what pisses him off, but we're going to have another little segment coming up in the next few weeks. So anyways, this is Bill from Maine. This is Danny from Florida. We thank you for joining us on the Cutting Truth. Truth. <laughs> Cutting edge. I had to throw that uh, in there. All right. Same bad time. Same bad channel. We'll be talking to you. Thanks. I'll get this out as quick as I can. Goodbye. <laughs>